It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no holds barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. All right, Black and White Sports supporters, we're going to talk about Deshaun Watson and Baker Mayfield. Baker lost on Thursday night, but I can tell you right now, and we'll talk about it in a few minutes. Baker played his guts out in that game and it occurred to me after the fact and uh i after watching some of the highlights from that game and looking at his numbers and this and that and the other you got to remember the tampa bay buccaneers are lacking exactly what the browns have right now baker's playing very damn good he played well did all he could to bring the Bucks back against Buffalo in Buffalo the other day. But Baker's got absolutely no running game, absolutely no, no real defense. They play a little defense in Tampa Bay, but it's nothing like that really good defense that the Cleveland Browns have got right now. And my God, the Browns' defense, I mean, how much do they have to be on the field right now? Okay, I mean, I understand Baker's got Godwin, he's got Evans. Yeah, he's got some offensive weaponry. But if you would drop Baker into Cleveland right now, I mean, my God, what would he be doing? Where would this team be at? Would they be undefeated? Could they be undefeated right now if Baker Mayfield was their quarterback? It's worth a question. And now we've got pundits like, I'm I'm just going to give him credit, Mike Florio, somebody that, that tends to be a little easier on players not being so easy, asking the question that we ask a lot. At what point is this Deshaun Watson thing dubbed as a disaster? I mean, you know, I mean, when is this finally going to be looked at as a terrible mistake that the Cleveland Browns have made and they may have tanked their franchise? I mean, when you look at these draft picks, which we'll glance at again here in a minute, it's just, it, it's baffling what has happened here and what this team did rewind to 2022 four teams wanted watson saints falcons panthers browns each team essentially pre-qualified to have negotiations with watson by making a sizable trade offer to the texans by entering the fray for watson the browns permanently fractured their relationship with baker mayfield and so when, the, when Watson made the Browns the first team out of the Final Four out, yeah, he took them out of the run, and he was the, the Browns were the first team Watson dropped out of contention. 
The Browns got very desperate, offering him an unprecedented five-year, $230 million contract with every penny fully guaranteed at signing. Watson accepted. With so much focus on the monetary commitment to Watson, not so much attention has been given to the low-cost draft picks, the analytics-obsessed Brown sacrificed. First-round pick in 2022. First-round pick 2023. First-round pick 2024. Third-round 2023. Fourth-round 2022. Fourth-round 2024. You put all that out loud. It's safe to say, disaster is... You're polishing the brass on the Titanic right now. That's a lot to give up, and in the grand scheme of things, not a lot of money to have paid those players around for multiple years of the future. Wow, can you imagine all those players' salaries right now? You know, you wouldn't be, you wouldn't be, it's amazing what you could have gotten with that much draft capital. What would they have gotten in return? Six meaningless late-season games in 22, what have they gotten in return? This is talking about what has Watson given them. Six meaningless late-season games in 2022 after his 11-game suspension. And since Watson wasn't suspended for the entire year, those six games chewed up the first five years, first of five years in his contract, giving him only four more years with Watson. There were reports last year that some owners wanted the NFL to suspend Watson for less than a year for that specific reason. I did not know that. None of that had come out. That the NFL owners, that may be why Watson did not get the full year. The NFL owners wanted to stick it to the Browns. You you make them pay... Wow, that's that's very interesting. Reports last year that some owners wanted the NFL to suspend Watson for less than a year for that specific reason, to chew up an entire year of that contract. Oh, that's that's interesting. This year, Watson has played in four games, days after he had his best game as a Brown in Week 3 against the Titans, News of the shoulder injury emerged. He now has an injury that has kept him from playing. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Outside of a brief appearance last week in three games. It's still not clear when he'll be back, as evidenced by his comments from Thursday's session with the media. And while I'm in the general neighborhood of Watson's most recent comments to the media, there's one more point that must be made. Watson was asked for the first time about speculation regarding his desire to play football and his specific desire to play for the Browns. Quote, why wouldn't I want to play, was his response to the first question. Why would I do that? Here's the reality. Watson decided only a few months after signing a market value long-term deal 
that he no longer wanted to play for the Texans. That's the one thing we don't talk about a lot, is that he had just re-signed an extension with the Texans, and it was like four months later, all of a sudden, he wanted off the Texans. Yikes. And he didn't play at all in 2021, got paid his full salary in order to accomplish that objective. This background becomes at least a little bit relevant now. Watson already has decided in the not-too-distant past he didn't want to play for the team which he had signed a major contract. He set out a full year while awaiting his ticket out of Houston, even with 20-plus lawsuits alleging sexual misconduct during massage therapy sessions, he got what he wanted. What if he no longer wants what he has? Yeah. Again, it's too early to come to any conclusions. It's definitely not too early to remember what happened when he wanted to no longer play with the Texans. That's very interesting. That's very interesting. It's definitely not too early to wonder when the massive investment the Browns made to get Watson, including the sacrifice of six draft picks that could have been foundational players, can be the cons- considered the biggest trade blunder this side of a name we have said a lot on Deshaun Watson videos, Herschel Walker. Interesting. So that brings us over to Baker. Okay, Baker. The other night, 25 for 42, 237, two TDs, no picks. He's got 1,600 yards this year, 10 touchdowns, four interceptions, a 64.2% completion percentage, and a 3-4 and four record. All the while, understanding the Buccaneers are not nearly the team roster-wise that the Cleveland Browns are. He has still gotten that team the three victories and was a pass interference call at the end of the game on a Hail Mary away from potentially winning this joker in Buffalo against the Bills. The fact is... The Bills took advantage of an unwritten rule in which the NFL seemingly never calls pass interference on Hail Mary plays at the end of the game to finalize their victory over the Buccaneers on Thursday night football. After quarterback Baker Mayfield unleashed a rocket, it went 63 yards, folks. Bills defenders Taylor Rapp, Christian Benford, mugged Bucks tight end Cade Auden, right in front of the end zone. As is nearly always the case in these end-of-game situations, the contact went unflagged by the officials. I mean, yeah, quote, you could call penalties on a bunch of guys here if you really wanted to, Al Michaels said. And I will, I will give Florio credit again because he absolutely obliterated the NFL for not calling a pass interference call on that. Quote, they should have called penalties on Rapp and Benford, and the Bucks should have had an untimed down from the doorstep of the end zone for a chance at a walk-off win. 
I mean, we're missing what it is. Baker losing three in a row, and they've lost three in a row. But he come out and said that it sucks to lose three in a row. This kid fought his butt off during that game the other night. Played his guts out. And he's got a bad hand right now. Quote, there's no way around that, but we showed fight tonight. That's the one thing we can hang our hats on. We gave it everything we had late there. But we've got to play better early on. You can't hurt yourself. I mean, they've got some winnable games coming up, the Bucks do. They've got Houston, Tennessee, San Francisco, Indianapolis, Carolina. I mean, there is at least one, two, three, four. They potentially, potentially could get four, go four and one in those games. The Buccaneers could. So it's unbelievable the idea that you could have. And again, the Buccaneers don't have nearly, nearly the overall team around Baker that the Browns have, in theory, around Watson. It's around P.J. Walker right now. But Baker did all he could the other night and got it down to a Hail Mary that should have been a flag, without a doubt. I mean, it was a heinous no call. And I understand they tend to swallow the whistle on pass interference at the end of the game, but it was bad. And they should have had a shot into the end zone from the one-inch line, really and truly, to see if they could win it. I mean, Baker was scrambling all over the field, and he's put up numbers this year. But that Buccaneers team has no running game, something the Browns have, and their defense isn't nearly, and Bowles has kind of overachieved with that defense. But that defense is nothing in the ballpark of what the Browns' defense has been up until last week. I mean, I've got to wonder, would the Browns be undefeated right now? You know, with with Baker. It, it's, it's worth asking the question, would they be undefeated with Baker Mayfield right now? Because there's one thing for sure. I mean, there's been seven games played in Tampa. He's been pretty damn good in five and a half of them. And he, he's killing himself out there on top of it. Tell me what you think. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports.